Welcome to De-Stress Your Business, the podcast where we show you how to get incredible results in your business without constant stress. I'm Alexis Kingsbury, a serial entrepreneur and founder at Air Manual. Now today, we're going to be tackling a concern that's often brushed aside, but is crucial for every business leader, and that's staying in shape. So I'm honored to have Kirk Miller with us. He's a world-leading transformation coach specializing in uh, health of business leaders. He's a men's health magazine cover model competition winner and has been on the cover numerous times. And he's worked with business leaders from around the globe to help them achieve peak physical and mental fitness, unleashing their confidence and getting them results in their personal and professional lives that they never imagined was possible. So it's awesome to have him here. Kirk, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alexis. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you. Was it 10 days ago now at EMC? That's right. Yeah, we we're both yeah. presenting it to the Entrepreneurs Marketing Conference. Yeah, no, it's and uh, uh, yeah, uh, following the conversation we had, it's like oh, I've got to get you on the show because I think we've got to dive into to this topic. And where, where I want to start is, uh, you know, I mentioned that you you specialize in guiding global business leaders to uh, their their physical and mental fitness. But can to kind of illustrate that? Can you perhaps share a, a specific transformation story that really stands out to you? Yeah, no, absolutely, Alexis. I mean, we work with genuine industry leaders all around the world, uh, entrepreneurs, business owners. And I do think that managing their lifestyle and trying to keep them healthy is a lot different to a 20-year-old who can eat out of a Tupperware six times a day and live in the gym for three hours a day. Uh, they can't do that anymore. And I find the biggest challenge that a lot of people struggle with in the entrepreneur business world is that they're trying to do things that worked in their 20s that don't work in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. When you have a business to think about, career, partner most most people have children so it's like okay how can we look after us and and mm. fill our cup up you know so we can give more but the the one prime example i always love to share uh, when people and there might be people listening to this thinking okay can you really get and stay in great shape if you're busy and traveling all this stuff is uh, mustafa sinner so he is a, a genuine global business leader he is as well, it's been part of a company called Kunanago for nearly 30 years. He's on 300 planes a year, right? right? Traveling across all major continents, looks after thousands of people, of course, with team members and stuff. 52, yet he won our Client of the Year Award last year. So we do awards and events as part of our community on top of the, the program we deliver. But you ask yourself, how did he win our Client of the Year? And overcome 12 years of back issues when he joined us. This man did not lack motivation. And if you are a subscriber or follower of this uh, podcast, I'm guessing you don't lack motivation either, because I really believe it does take a lot more blood, sweat and tears to build a fantastic business whilst looking after children and having a partner to think about. So uh, even though you've just championed me for coming on this show, Alexis, and said some nice things, um, if you've achieved great success in your business, like Mustafa, you can certainly do it with your health and fitness. But where Mustafa was struggling, Alexis, and this might relate to a lot of listeners, he simply didn't know how to adapt his training at this stage of his life with the traveling, with the social pressures, with the business meetings, and then trying to find time for his um, wife and children. So with his training, we simply evaluated based on his lifestyle, the hotels he's in, the countries he's traveling to, 
how can we have a best case scenario and get the biggest return on investment from his training time wherever he is in the world? So it's removing barriers. So for example, there's training Alexis, and this might relate to a lot of people who travel. And for example, that weekend, me and you were in EMC, we're in Brighton in a hotel. We literally simplify his, the structure of his workouts. So even if he's living at hotels, most hotels have a dumbbell and bench. Whereas one of the, one of the reasons he was maybe struggling before is he associated the gym with, I need 20 different pieces of kit and machine mm. and they need to do an, a full hours workout every time. That's not always the case, especially when he's jet lagged, for example. And this again, might relate to a lot of listeners. So simply put with training, and I'll talk about food in a second too. We make sure we made sure that he has a minimum standard non-negotiable when it comes to his training. So for example, when he's on all these planes, and if you do the maths on that, it's an average of one every three days, we make sure that even if he's jet lagged on an average week, he's getting in three 30 minute workouts, even 20 minutes. So you always have that less but high quality workouts beats doing nothing. Mm. Because I think one of the biggest problems that entrepreneurs and business owners face who have let their health slide or they're not where they want to be is it's an all or nothing mentality. If they can't do things perfect or like they did in their twenties, right? You're smirking at me because we spoke about this yourself, right? And there's no judgment on this because I've got a lot of flaws, but the all or nothing mentality is one of the biggest problems in the entrepreneur world because it's like, oh, I can't do it perfect, so I won't do it at all. But by Mustafa just simply incorporating some shorter but high intense workouts, and they're not hitting some of the, none of these stupid workouts that you see. They're structured efficiently, so they're keeping them out of pain, um, but their quality within the, the time he has available, then guess what? He does that first thing in the morning, wherever he's in the world, he's filled his cup up, and then he brings more energy and confidence and vibrancy to the rest of his day. Then with food, we help him forward plan his eating decisions when he's at hotels, when he can't eat off the perfect meal plan. Because I think, again, one of the reasons people are struggling, and this really gets my, my bonnet up, Alexis, is people are preaching the perfect diet or this one size fits all when it comes to food management. It, it, it doesn't work. The reason why so many people are struggling with the health and fitness, and Mustafa was with, you know, he was carrying a, you know, a lot of weight compared to what he, he does now. He's in fantastic shape now. It wasn't for the willingness of wanting to look after his health. He just didn't know how to eat at hotels, didn't know how to eat properly when it comes to business meetings, because he's eating business, he's on business meetings most evenings where he's having to socialize and eat food at restaurants, but he just didn't know how to make smarter choices. So even that, just like in business, you're forward planning. What, what challenges do I anticipate? What decisions do I not maybe not know the answer to? And we just put a solution in place and go, right, in reference to your goals, this is how you're going to get your protein in. This is how you're going to make a smarter choice. And it's just forward planning, Alexis, which is key. And the same applies to movement, right? Movement is rather than uh, us trying to schedule for Mustafa, walk an hour and a half every day. Like, who can do that really in the world of entrepreneurship? Do this golden walk, get an hour session in, okay? Plan six meals a day when you've got business and kids and <laughs> life to think about. So even just educating him on getting his five minute wins across the day. So if you do the maths on how many hours we're actually awake for the average person. So say Mustafa, uh, 24 hours minus, say seven hours sleep. Um, so you know, 17 you hours. That yeah, 17 hours. And even if you are scheduling five minutes of movement to get a glass of water and just walk around in every hour, that's, you probably wouldn't be far off eight to 10,000 steps in a given day. So you're, 
optimizing his movement out without the pressure of him thinking, God, when can I schedule this hour to an hour and a half walk, which doesn't complement his personal or professional lifestyle. So basically we look at, we looked at what he was doing, right? With his training, his movement, his food, and of course his sleep, but I don't want to go too deep into that today, right? And then go, right, this is what he's currently doing. How does he want to look? How does he want to feel? And how can we simplify the system nice. that, that takes care of the inputs of training, movement, and food? And it's just looking at things very, very logically, Alexis. And I guarantee if you're listening to this, you would probably be doing the same in your business. You evaluate on a week to week basis, or even as a month, as a bare minimum, okay, what's going well and why? What am I, what am I doing that is moving me forward to where I want to be? And if you hit friction, you just look at the, the, the inputs that are creating the outputs. For now, for business owners, it's going to be, where's my marketing at? Where's my, where's my sales? Like, what, what's my, what, what, where am I spending? Where am I saving? You know, what's moving the needle? And it's just looking, thing, looking at things on a week-to-week basis going, how can I be a little bit better than I was the week before? Uh, and unfortunately, that don't sound fancy and glamorous, but a lot of people are being failed, Alexis, because these false expectations, as I spoke about on that stage at EMC, of the quick fix, the this perfect diet. This is the diet that's going to get you ripped and dropped 30 pounds in 12 weeks. Can you do make, create enormous progress in 12 weeks, Alexis? Absolutely. But if it doesn't stick, mm. right, and what's the point? it's as good as broken. And, and I refuse to do that, Alexis. I know what works short term. I know what works long term. But especially as an entrepreneur, business owner, you've got different life pressures and, and you, you need to really simplify what you need to do and just look at on a week to week basis, how, like you would in business, how can I schedule when I'm going to train, when am I going to move, when am I going to eat, what am I going to eat, and and what is the what is the best case scenario in those those three areas? Yeah, I really love that. And what, <clears throat> what strikes me is that um, similar as you say to other areas of business, and something that we would talk a, a lot about on uh, on this podcast is about how do you make sure that you've got essentially systems in your business to remove the stress yeah. from various parts, right? You know, in, in other episodes, we'll talk about, you know, what are, the, what are the systems that you need in place to make sure that your employee onboarding is a predictable process that gets you great results or whether it's your sales process to get you good conversions or whatever it is, um, you know, we're often talking about by having those processes, the meeting rhythms, the systems in place, that means that you can get predictable results, even when you're crazy busy, even when you're on holiday, even when you know you get disrupted or you're, you know, like me and you're just chasing the shiny object of doing, you know, getting to work on something else. Everything else happens consistently, and it strikes me that, to some extent, you know, that's what you're essentially proposing with the with the uh, sorting out, getting in shape is. Don't try and do the crazy things. Put it into systems. Put it into things that are actually doable that can happen consistently, even when you're doing loads of travel or you're short in time or all these things. And I, so I, I think that's so so powerful. What's interesting, um, uh, what what sort of popped out for me though is that a little bit like people's resistance against putting systems in their business or even just following the systems in their business, is that challenge of mindset. Is that mm even if they know what they're meant mm -hmm. to do and it might be yeah. like what you're meant to do in terms of posting on social media what you're meant to do in terms of the right way to have the sales conversation or the right way to hand over a sale to your operations team or the right way to do the uh, the submitting an expense or sending an invoice so that it doesn't cause an absolute pain for your finance team the equivalent is you know what you're meant to do when it comes to exercising and and, uh, and eating right and yet 
people don't. And I know that for you, you know, you've, uh, I remember at EMC, you spoke um, brilliantly on how you can shift your mindset around that to make that essentially to make that easier and that, you know, it's not this really painful thing. Can you talk a bit about that, about what are the mindset shifts that you recommend for business owners who, who feel fitness is at, odd with, uh, at odds with their work and, and what else they're trying to do? Absolutely. I, I think people need to do the same or think the same as what's, what their, what their driver and their motivation is within their business. So for example, I'm yet to meet a business owner or entrepreneur who wouldn't know the answer if I asked them, what is your motivation for achieving a great business? What is your motivation for achieving wealth? I don't think I've ever took on someone in the last few years who hasn't said something along the lines of, I want to be successful and I want to be wealthy because I know it's going to improve the quality of my life my relationships, be able to do nice things, create financial freedom for family, basically to give you a feeling for yourself and those you love most. Okay. But where people struggle when it comes to health and fitness, they don't ask themselves the same question. Now, what I shared at EMC was, I said, if, if you take away nothing else from this talk today, what you need to do if you are someone who is stuck right now with your health, fitness, and thinking, God, okay, I sort of know I need to train Kirk. I know I need to move and I know I need to eat healthy. Okay, <laughs> like, but, but I still don't want to do it. You haven't stacked enough emotional value behind the outcome of being fitter, healthier, more energized. You need to stack the emotional value of that outcome to all of the other areas of life you value most. So what I mean by that is, Take a moment to ask yourself, what the areas of life I truly value most? If you're probably listening to this channel that Alexis has built, it's your highest values, well, somewhere near the top, business, making money, success, status, family. Okay, so what you need to do is ask yourself, how will being in great shape or better shape, more energized, healthier, improve my business performance? improve perhaps my productivity, my ability to sell, ability to influence. As I shared on stage, Alexis, if you're in entrepreneurship and, and business, even if you're not the top dog in your company or you don't own the company, right? You have to influence in some way to get the outcomes you want. I'm yet to meet someone who, if they're not more energized, more confident, can't influence better. And all of us don't forget in business, right? We're all trying to get more done on a week to week basis or more efficiently. So if you are crystal clear in your mind of, right, instead of me looking at training as a chore of, as I shared on stage, Alexis, time, cost, pain, investment, don't look at what it's costing you, right? Look at what is this actually doing in terms of benefit? What is the return on investment of time and energy? And how is that going to help me more, be more productive, happier, more energized, and bring a better UT relationship? And if you can pair those, those areas of life together, you will train more than you maybe are currently doing. You'll eat a little bit better than what you're currently doing. But if we're not aware of, of, of the emotional benefit, the professional benefit, and the personal benefit of doing these things, even with the best plan in the world, you're not going to do it because you're not aware of the consequences if you don't do these things. More importantly, you're not aware of the deeper emotional meaning on your life on your professional ambitions, on your money-making activities, and maybe your influence on your children as a better role model, okay? 
sometimes I know this might ruffle feathers. You got to hit yourself where it hurts to make the shift. Okay. And, and that's for me what a lot of people neglect, like continually ask yourself, who am I trying to become as a person? And what are the behaviors, what are the habits that I need to do to help me become that person? Okay. And, and I just think the way the world of entrepreneurship is going, Alexis, I think those who neglect health and fitness, it's going to cost you at some point. And as I shared on stage, Alexis, it's not about six pack. As we get older, and I've just turned 40, right? And I've been the guys I shared on stage. It's been on men's health covers and but I was terribly emotionally insecure and skint back then, full transparency. I looked exactly the same 14, 15 years ago, ripped, but was lost in life as a plumber before I got into my own business, right, thankfully. So there's no judgment on anyone listening to this. I know what it's like to have a body, but be unhappy, like skint, thinking, well, where am I going in life? And now I know, okay, I'm in shape and I've got a business and you can have both, but, um, you know, it's just... You need, you, need, you need discipline and you need structure and you'll find there are so many similarities with what it takes to build a great business as what it does to even improve your health and have a great body. Um, you need structure, you need a plan, you need to be really, really clear. Where am I? Where do I want to go? What is the why behind this? And how can I simplify the system that's going to take me there? Like you said a few minutes ago, what we're trying to do, and I feel this is what entrepreneur business owners in particular don't do, is right what is the outcome i want when it comes to health fitness body and how can i simplify the inputs that are going to take me there it's not complicated contrary to some of the, the the bullshit that you see on social media and stuff it's not complicated there are six core drivers we need to manage on a week-to-week -week basis right in terms of managing our health and energy right we have training stimulus okay i'm a big fan of weight training and, and, and cardio not essential but just do something where you stimulate your body create mm -hmm. an output you have movement, walking, something as basic as walking, right? The more you move, the more you can eat. And I'm yet to coach anyone who doesn't want to eat more food. Okay, they're called energy out metrics. Then we have energy in, food quality, food, uh, food quality, food quantity, right? And then we have water and sleep. Six things, Alex, honestly. And if anyone listening to this is thinking, right, oh God, this sounds a bit complicated. Even if you just wrote down those six things on a weekly basis and went, right, with my training, what am I doing now? Is that likely to move me forward to where I want to be in a week's time? Yes or no? Okay. If not, can I train a little bit more? Maybe a little bit harder. We'll do some, I enjoy a little bit more. So I'm going to keep doing it. Movement steps. What is my weekly step target right now? And is that helping me walk around with the body weight and the energy and the mood perhaps? Because people forget movement shifts mood that I, want, that I want to walk around with. If it's a little bit low, can you increase that by maybe 500 steps more a day? So just small metrics, same with food. Even if someone wasn't a big calorie tracker or didn't want to follow a diet plan, imagine putting all your food and alcohol, if that's your thing, on a table at the end of each week, going, right, looking at that quantity and quality of inputs, is that likely to move me forward to the energy, the health, and the body I want to walk around with? If not, how can I maybe eat a little bit less? What can I take out that's not really giving me much food volume per calorie? So it's nothing drastic, Alex, Alexis, and, and it's the same with like water and sleep. Water, just stay hydrated. Even if you drink two to three liters of water a day, right? Because if you're not hydrated, you're more likely to overeat. Mm. Most people, when they overeat, they're, 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 they're not actually hungry, right? Generally, oh, I'm starving. Okay, is that the real reason? 
have some water and um, if you're still hungry then, then maybe have, have, have something healthy. Same with sleep. Sleep, that's the thing that I struggle with, Alexis, full transparency for a number of years. And you spoke about, you know, when you know you need to improve things, but you don't do it, Yeah. right? And this is what I, I want to preach to everybody who is not quite happy right now or keeps putting health to the back of the pile. Don't wait for an emotional, physical, or mental trauma before that should do becomes a must do, as Mr. Tony Robbins has shared so many times, right? But unfortunately, some people do. And the reason I'm, I, I talk about sleep, Alexis, it took for a bicep rupture about five years ago to, for all of a sudden for me to respect sleep wow. because I, I ruptured my bicep and I, and, I, and I thought, God, I was just about to do a charity boxing fight, which was ludicrous with one arm, right? It was, it, <laughs> I didn't want to pull out the fight. I said to the surgeon, I'm not pulling out the fight. I, I don't, I can't, right? I've been shit talking the guy for <laughs> for a few months and I, I just couldn't be that guy. I thought, oh my Lord. Anyway, I reached out to this guy who was like the only guy who'd never had a, uh, never had an operation after a bicep rupture. And I uh, said, what did you do to not have the operation to keep moving forward? And he says, uh, well trained. I said, what's your food like you train? I said, perfect. So what's your sleep like? Uh, I went, uh, five hours and he went, no chance. You can do all of that, but if you're not sleeping, that's when your body repairs. So if you are someone who struggles with sleep, I encourage you to pay more respect to that because when you sleep better, you generally want to move more. You'll naturally be more motivated to train. Um, you'll make it better to eat decisions. Most people overeat when they're tired, stressed, right? Which usually stress follows sleep deprivation. And not only that, from a business standpoint, Alexis, you perform better, you're sharper, Agreed. your mental focus. I'm sure every single person listening to this episode, this show, they're going, oh, what is the edge to that extra mental sharpness? Be more efficient, get what I want in less time, blah, 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 blah. Like, so much of it is, how can I optimize my mental focus and mental endurance across a eight, 10, 12 hour period, however, lo however long you work for? Because the amount of people, Alexis, that have come to me going, I'll work 15 hours. And then you look at what they're eating, how much they're moving or not, how much they're training or not, and their sleep. It is scientifically impossible to optimize concentration and focus if you are eating shit, especially at lunch, you're gonna have those energy dips. Yeah. You're not moving your body because you can't have energy out without putting energy in. You have to create the energy, right? Yes, there are some people that are naturally high energy. And if you're one of them, brilliant. But imagine where you'd be if you topped up your own energy just by literally putting some inputs in filling the petrol up, you know, with some movement and a little bit healthier food. But again, it comes down to what we just said, Alexis. It's all right knowing these things, but it always has to come back to the emotional and the mental side of literally remind yourself on a daily basis, who needs me on my A game? Yeah. Who needs me on my A game? In business and the people I love, right? And also as well, I think sometimes entrepreneurs forget this sounds brutal, but it's true. Mm -hmm. People forget who they're doing it for. Yeah. People will work like a dog at work and then they come back. They're moody, they're fatigued, they're snappy with their partner. Yeah. A lot of the time that's because they've dragged themselves, they've exhausted all their mental bandwidth, Alexis, at work, but then they can't give to the people that actually matter, that they, yeah. they yeah. want to help. You know, and as I'm just saying, there are inputs that I've just shared that, that can help with that. Yeah, I really like that. And I, I think what strikes me from, from your approach and way of looking at it is that 
it, it isn't those massive you know shifts and so on and often particularly with the kind of people we're talking about you know business leaders etc as you say it isn't it often isn't that they're just absolutely stuck on the couch you know uh, uh really struggling to do anything at all there is the um, the motivation there it's just these little poor health choices whether it's about get it you know going to bed too late cuz they're thinking oh well I, you know i need to get that contract out i'll i'll carry on and they work till 2am and then you know they're getting up the following morning to get their kids to school and whatever and as a result sleep gets hit and i can see the knock on impact and the the spiral that people go through then around their eating choices and the fact that they're then not exercising and it just goes round and i know it because i've been in it because uh you know that's something that i always struggled with throughout arguably most of my life i was overweight and at one point uh, got to a point where i think due, due to like bmi stuff i was like more technically like morbidly obese kind of thing i was like right that's it like i i need and i remember talking to myself in the mirror which sounds like a really odd thing uh saying look either like if you're okay with this if you're not going to change it like then be happy with it like stop beating yourself up for looking the way you do but if you're not happy like this then commit to changing it and i remember thinking in that moment and uh, at the time i think my son was probably maybe 6 months old and and so you know what you were saying around mindset around who are you doing it for really chimes for me was i i was just thinking no i i do want to do something about this i do want to change and then it was that just that thought like so why not now why would you wait and uh, what's funny about the story is because often when i tell that story Uh, I then say, and so then I got a personal trainer, and he helped me. Like, I, you know, one of the first things I said to him was, "You can do, I can do any exercise, but I don't want to run because I don't like how I feel running. So you're never going to get me to run." He's like, "Oh yeah, okay, like this." And then of course, yeah. after like three months, he'd got me on the treadmill. Oh, just for a little bit, whatever. And by nine months, I was uh, ready to do uh, the rat race, which was 20 miles and 200 obstacles. So it's like, he got me there. But like, the bit that I often leave out of the story is that from looking in my mirror. and saying so why not now and actually arranging that first session with a personal trainer i think there was a 3 month gap and so that's why i want to speak to you uh, get you to speak to is perhaps from an example of a specific client that you've worked with where the mindset the um uh, the habits and so on were so out of line with where they need to be because i think for some people listen to this they'll be reasonably fit and they go oh yeah brilliant i can make some tweaks some people feel like they're not fit but they kind of get okay yeah the mindset shift that'll really help for me but for a lot of people even in those camps i think it's so easy to fall into bad habits you know something happens in your life you know whether it, it could be significant like a bereavement or whatever and it just knocks all of your good choices and healthy habits out out the way and it's hard to get back in. Have you had an example where you've got a client where that's the biggest hurdle is like even getting them to make take those first steps of making the changes and 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 what happened? Yeah, I mean there's been many many examples Alexis um where people might have followed me for months and months and months and they keep going I'm going to do it I'm going to do it I'm going to do it. Um I mean there was a a client once called Lee who he kept saying he was going to do it was going to do it. and then it took his kid on a couch uh you know who and he, he loved his kid was into football it took his kid to say to him daddy uh, what takeaway we get in tonight to <laughs> to yeah. for the penny to drop go wow literally um i'm shaping my kids 
habits and identity based off my behavior. Because what I've got a fantastic client inside my program, Alexis, called Richard Porter. And he hit the nail on the head with a share in our community once where he said, and I'm not fortunate enough to be a parent, so there's no judgment on this. But one thing I do know, how you speak, how you move around, what you do, your clients will copy, uh, your children, sorry, will copy that. And he said this, children, yes, they, they listen to what you say. But by God, they have zero, uh, you know, the, there is no negotiation on copying what you do. You know, they, they literally copy what you do. And um, I think sometimes like Lee, for example, and, you know, other clients, maybe people listen to this. It just takes something brutal like that for that should to, to become a must do. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm not trying to say anyone listening to this is, is wrong or bad. And like you said, Alexis, if someone's happy with how they are, when they look themselves in the mirror, cool, no judgment whatsoever, but you can't bullshit yourself. You can't bullshit yourself. You, you, like one of, the, one of the best things you can do if you're stuck is ask yourself, who am I at my best? Like what are, the, what are the traits? What are the words? If you were to describe yourself at your absolute best, for example, what's made you successful? Like I always like to think, pick the three words that made you successful. And for a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, it would be driven, focused, right? So my message is you've got it inside you. You have demonstrated in your life so far through blood, sweat and tears of building a business or at, least, or at least working your way up the ladder in your career. At some point, that was just aspirational. So you have the traits. And if you are in a sticky spot just now with your health and fitness, ask yourself, what did I say to myself or what do I say to myself when I am literally thinking of nothing you know the last thing you want to do is work and push through that adversity and go to that next level and put the extra hours in what do you say to yourself what do you do what do you do with your body and replicate that with your health and fitness right now so hopefully that sort of sums up what you're trying to get at alexis like whether it's a client example or not is when you are stuck think about who you are at your best and what you actually do that's how you, help you overcome uh, plateaus adversity sticky spots where you really didn't want to do something in business but you did it and if you demonstrate the same behaviors, the same attitude, and, and honestly, even if you, you're just thinking, God, that is the last thing I want to do, but just start and push through because like once people get that momentum that, and that's all they need, then get addicted to the feeling of following through and keeping your promises to yourself. The biggest confidence builder, Alexis, you would have found this, right? When you took that plunge and you gone, right, I'm going to level up. Nothing builds confidence more than saying you're going to do something and following through okay. on it. Think about as a business owner, and, and I'm sure everyone listening to this has a superpower in their business where if someone asked them, right, what's made you great in business or how would you describe yourself? They would reel off, I don't know, I'm fantastic at sales. I'm a great leader on this, right? Okay. But like what, what's built the confidence in you in that given area is you had a target, you had a blueprint, you had an expectation, and you've done whatever it took to meet that. That is why you are now confident in that given area. And I'm just saying that you can do the same in your health and fitness, right? Literally, like even if you just lowered the bar a little bit and went, right, if I'm stuck, what do I, how can I just set a small expectation in a week's time? I'm going to do a thousand steps a day more than what I did last week. 
if I keep saying I'm going to get three sessions in, why don't you just say get one session in next week, hit that expectation, notice how good it feels to follow through on it, then shift the yards up a little bit. But I think what happens is, you know, when you've been in this sticky spot, and maybe this relates to yourself, Alexis, where you've had two, three, four months or even a couple of weeks off, you're like, oh, I've got a mountain yeah. to climb now. And you just think, God, I've got to work so hard to get back to where I was. Forget that. Just literally focus on what would be a win in a week's time and how good would that feel to follow through on that? And then you can build momentum on there. And that's why I'm so big on doing things sustainably over a period of, you know, of a calendar year, Alexis, like with our book to last program, I don't work with anyone for less than a year because I know how like, things take time. Like it might sound a bit boring, but when you're nicking small wins week to week and you're matching your expectations for the majority of those 52 weeks, that compound effect of being on it, however small, is going to compound by default. You'll be leaner, you'll be fitter, you'll be healthier. Instead of going, right, God, I've got to completely turf my calendar up, stop work, uh, cut my missus at the equation. I can't see my kids for 12 weeks. Yeah, you might be able to do that, but it's not going to, eventually you're going to break and then you're going to go, ah, back to square one. And the problem is, the more times people keep repeating this cycle, Alexis, it, you condition it as part of you. And all of a sudden you become this person that you label yourself as, ah, you know, I'm not cut out for it. I'm, I'm a nearly person. I'm a talker. And you're not. I just think it's, the biggest problem in global health and fitness with people struggling with it is, especially in the world of entrepreneurship, because we're quite obsessive, self-included people, it's there's no middle ground. It's I'm even all in or all out. And guess what? That might work in business, doesn't work in health and Love fitness. It. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, Kirk. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for. Uh, but it's been so great talking to you about this. Your insight has been absolutely fantastic. Um, for people who'd like to, to learn more from you, see some of the other examples of the work you've done, uh, get some resources and, and guidance. I know that you've got a fantastic blog. Uh, I'll make sure that we share a link to, uh, to your website at kirkmiller.co.uk. Any other resources that uh, you'd recommend that people check out? Uh, yeah, first of all, thank you so much for having me, Alexis. Uh, I, 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 I love your energy. I really do. You and your team, you're doing a fantastic job. And um, yeah, just happy to support the, the, the channel. And anyone who's listened this far, uh, I know I'm intense. I'm a million miles an hour. But it's because this, is a, this isn't a job to me. It's a mission. I'm just fortunate enough that I've been able to scale and build a great business and team around it and make a difference. But for those of you who are looking for enormous amounts of free value, across all of my social media uh, channels, uh, Kirk Miller. I have a podcast myself, which I'll have to get Alexis on at some point too, uh, called the Kirk Miller Podcast. I deliver an episode every single Monday. Uh, just again, enormous amounts of free value. I've got YouTube as well, Kirk Miller. And yeah, of course, you want to check out any of my work. It's, it's kirkmiller.co.uk. And one thing I want to make sure, and I say this to everyone, if you are exploring anything I do, yes, I, I might... A lot of coaches, they talk the talk, but if you are remotely <laughs> intrigued to see what I do professionally, don't just listen to what I say, listen to how, and don't just listen, don't just look at how we make clients look, listen to the words they say and how we make them feel. Because honestly, I don't know if I'm getting a little bit uh, deep on this now because I've just turned 40, Alexis, but yes, it's important to care about how you look, but it's more important to, to be aware of how you feel about how you look and be in control of your emotions and thoughts and feelings because the quality of our conversations to ourselves when no one else is around is the true metric of how happy we are. And, and I'm just saying, I'm not special, as I said on the EMC stage, council state kid from Coventry, 
uh, had lots of ups and downs. I've had destructive behaviour patterns when I attached my whole identity to being a footballer and stuff. And if I can, you can. And just the last takeaway message I want to share, Alexis, sorry, is because we haven't spoken about this. If you are stuck, you know, one of the best things you can do to really get yourself out of a hole is seek out an environment or a peer group who are healthy and have the identity that you are trying to aspire to live with. Go and find people who value health. Go and find people who train consistently. Go and find people who eat healthy because guess what? You will just implement so much more consistently being around that mentality. It really does make that much difference. So thank you so much for having me, Alexis. That's awesome. And thank you, Kurt. That's uh, those... Uh, top tips uh, are absolute gold dust. I really, really appreciate it. And for uh, people listening that uh, we've talked a lot about mindset, we've talked about the things that you can put in place. One of the things that I see is very common uh, for business owners is that they're struggling to free, even like free up the time uh, to work on their business and feel like, oh, well, you know, I've got, I've got so much that I need to do day to day. I can't even imagine finding time to do a thousand steps and so on. If you want to see exactly how you can free up more than 15 hours per week. That's basically two working days per week super quickly and do so using a framework that helps you remove the constant stress of running a business without slowing your, down your growth uh, and actually unlock it. Uh, then do check out the recording of a masterclass that I ran. Uh, you can find it at uh, airmanual.co forward slash webinar. Uh, go check it out. It's, uh, you'll uh, find it absolutely game changing. Uh, but otherwise, uh, this has been fantastic, Kirk. Thank you so much. I'm feeling pumped. I'm, I'm wanting to go out uh, for a run. I'll be picking up my kids <laughs> shortly. So I'll, I'll be doing that on a, a hell of a, a pace uh, today. Uh, but for everyone else, if you found this episode useful, like obviously subscribe to the podcast so you can hear more guidance from amazing people like Kirk on how to scale your business while enjoying the journey. But if I can ask a favor, please give the podcast a quick five-star rating so that other people can get to benefit too. It makes a huge difference to this channel and the ability for us to reach people. So really appreciate it. Uh, But otherwise, uh, thank you again to Kirk for taking the time out to talk to us and to everyone else. Otherwise, until next time, have fun. 